special edition interesting one at that of group chat podcast so please grab yes, a yes. cup of coffee just coffee no tea okay coca-cola okay vodka yes do not drink and drive in case if you're driving or you're trying to listen to this podcast please now just buy gala or lacasera in traffic to enjoy this Hello, hello. Welcome to Rook Chat Podcast Episode 3. My name is Uncle Lobos. And my name is Bukola. For the past three weeks, we've been reading headlines about kids dying, about women killed, about families losing their loved ones in an attack between Palestine and Israel. Sitting home and listening to this, I'm sure you'll be wondering, what is my business? How does this relate to Gary in the market? How does this relate to... The things going on in Nigeria, but honestly, if we are all humans and seeing these headlines, it's it's sad. And I want us to know that if you're sitting in the corner of your room, you're driving, if you're with your partner, it is crucial for everyone to know how it all started and how this affects everybody, everyone, regardless of the country you're in, regardless of whatever you're doing. So now, I'm not a history person. I'm more of a science person. I have Mr. Uncle Lobos. <laughs> so we'll have to we have Uncle Lobos in here to actually like give us just an overview, not a deep history, just an overview. So guys, I'm just gonna explain what Palestine is, the partition of Palestine, when Israel became a state, what the PLO is and when they were born, and also the six day war. So I'm just going to give a brief summary on this and after that we're going to play you a video from an expat that actually explained further what is happening currently so basically what we're talking about in this first half is just the past and how all this sadness came to be so palestine is a small region of land that has played a prominent role in the ancient and modern history of the middle east they've been ruled by several empires and several superpowers in the past the roman empires stretch the roman empire's rule has gotten there the abyssinian empires the uh, the persian empires the arabians the egyptians everyone has ruled over this small piece of land what about other people you just mentioned okay so egypt is in africa oh yeah sorry Egypt is an African country. But Egypt people don't see themselves as African. Yes, you know? unless when it comes to playing Nations Cup. Yeah, I know. They see themselves more like Arabs. But yeah. the actual Egyptians, that's another story for another day. Yeah. The actual Egyptians are not the modern day Egyptians. They're not curly hair, they're not fair skin like the Arabs. The actual Egyptians were actual ancient people. They had darker skin. But there was a time that there's another kingdom that was at the lower uh, part of the, the what's the name of that river in egypt again the uh, nile yeah, at the like lower the part of the no the the red sea is the sea at the top that uh, so the red sea is what separates arabian peninsula where israel and all these people are yeah. and and uh, egypt but there's now a river i think that's one of the longest rivers in the world it is not the longest but it's one of the longest it's called the uh, river nile at the bottom of river now there used to be a, 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 a kingdom they're called the kingdom of kush 
So those kingdom of Kush, they actually dark-skinned Africans, and after a while, they actually conquered uh, Egypt. So that's when I had a mixture of those old Egyptians. So all those pyramids and those stuff, they're not built by these Egyptians that we have now. They were built by the ancient Egyptians, yeah. So yeah, so that's part of what we're going to discuss. So as I explained, Palestine is just a small region of land in the Middle East. So it's bordered by the Red Sea. It has different countries around it. It's got Syria, it's got uh, Jordan, it's got Israel, it's got Egypt, all these Arab countries and all this. Most of them are Arab countries because they know they're Muslim, they're Islamic. So the partition of Israel actually happened in 1947. The British took control of this piece of land, this area where um, Israel and Palestine is, two decades before 1947. And this is because that area was actually controlled by the Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman Empire's capital was in Istanbul, which we now know as Turkey. So the Ottoman Empire, the Norman Empire, they're just a country now, they're now the Turkish people. But back in the days, the Ottoman Empire was one of the strongest empires in the world. It even stretched all the way to Europe, they conquered so many people. They were the one that turned Constantinople into modern day Istanbul. Constantinople used to be the other half of the Roman Empire. But when the Islamic people, which are the, the Ottomans, when they converted to Islam and they all got their shit together and they started conquering, they actually conquered uh, Constantinople. So the, con the, the, the defeat of Constantinople actually marked the end of the Roman rule. So now from there, they now spread their wings and all these areas was under their control. But after the First World War, because as we know, the First World War, we have the Allies and we have the Axis. The Axis are the Germans, the, uh, what's it called, the Ottoman Empire. They were the bad guys in the First World War. Germans are always there. They're the good guys, according to history. The Americans, the Europeans, Europeans exactly. England. England, you know, mother, mother God, God save the Queen. Anyways, as we talk, they go. When, after the First World War, the Ottoman Empire was absolutely destroyed because they were not ready for the modern war. They were still fighting on horseback with sword and stuff. Just like but, the way it was in. What's this movie? What movie was that again? No, I'm just talking about the Aussies and Game of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, the, the Ottoman guys, they were still in their Game of Thrones mood. This mood. <laughs> Why the British, the French, all those guys, That's, they have the Gatling gun. And those guns that they have the those, Shakapula. They have all those kind of guns. They have mortars, they have tanks. Yeah. So imagine you, you're coming with us. And someone is coming with a uh, ammo tank. It's like where Shongo is fighting. Maybe Shongo is fighting white people. Uh, Shongo is not doing the same thing. Shongo is doing the same thing. Shongo is doing the same thing. Shongo is doing the same thing. Well, anyways, I'm a blasted down So that's, that's how the Ottoman Empire ended and the British got full control of most of the Middle East. So you see Saudi Arabia was not a country before then, it was the British people that actually partitioned that area and created Saudi Arabia. For Saudi Arabia, it was a man that actually reunited all the tribes together. He, and it is still his children and his generation that is ruling Saudi Arabia today. So there was no country as Saudi Arabia, there was no country as Israel, there is still no country as uh, Palestine, even though that is what everybody is fighting for. So the British are the ones that actually went into the Middle East and Tabaru everywhere, created Iraq, 
created Iran, you know, they, they, they just scatter, scatter everywhere. The French too were there, the Germans were there. Basically, they just went to the Middle East and they just scattered the Middle East. Just the way they did Africa. Just the way they did Africa. But it's just bad that Middle East had already been developed already and they've already had their issues. So, them going there is that they, they, they pour fuel on top fire. So, anyways, when this the partition came about in 1947, two decades after the British rule, the United Nations proposed a plan to partition Palestine into two sections, an independent Jewish state, which we now know as Israel, and an independent Arab state, which is what is meant to be Palestine. But the, till today, the Israel don't recognize Palestine, and a lot of countries don't recognize Palestine. I think America too doesn't recognize a country like Palestine, but Nigeria and I think 132 countries around the world recognize Palestine as a as a state and of its own. Yeah, yeah, those Arab people, yeah. So after that, immediately the British, they just, you know what they always do now? Once they don't chop, 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 they go fly, come out. After 1947, the British just decided, boom, they left in May 1948. So, you remember it saying to me that um, the Jewish riding Europeans, they were chased out and they were sent to that piece of land. When did this actually happen? Okay, so the history of the Jewish people is a very long history. They are always spreading around the whole of Europe. You find them every single place in Europe. There is nowhere in Europe where you don't find Jewish people. Before there was America. So these Jewish people, they spread out around the whole of Europe because they are more like um, money men. So they were the banks before they were banks. So they were, they were very smart when it comes to money and treasures and accounting. So they spread around the whole of Europe. So what now happened is that because Christianity became became a popular religion, Jews have always been uh, oppressed from the dawn of Christianity. When Christian when the Romans accepted Christianity and Christianity became the major uh, religion in the world, Jews have always been persecuted anywhere they go, anywhere in Europe that they go, and in, the, in the, I don't know about the Middle East, but in Europe they are. They were killed in Russia even during the Second World War. The amount of Jews that died in in uh, Russia under Stalin is almost the same as the amount that uh, Hitler exterminated. And even before the hundreds of years before then, Jew, if anything bad happens in one community, now the Jewish people they, they go kill. So imagine hundreds and hundreds and centuries of being oppressed. So in your head. You no one cree again. So when 1948 came, after they killed like almost six million, or I can't really remember the amount of numbers, numbers yeah. of Jews that the Germans, if they killed them like cow. And now I understand why I saw a meme about um, Hitler that they said that he left some Jews purposely to show how cruel the Jews are. Do you, do you see that meme on Twitter? It's been going yeah, on. but that that that's an anti-Semitic. Uh, that's an anti-Semitic. Hey, what, uh, what is that? So basically, anti-Semitic anti-Semitism is when you're hating on Jews. Yeah, yeah I know. It's just like uh, Islamophobia when you're hating on uh, Muslims. So all those stuffs. Me, I don't believe that certain people are bad or certain people are good. We always have good people and we have bad people yeah, naturally, regardless of the color, religion, shape, size, or whatever your sex, anything. We have good people. We have bad people. So to continue my point, these Jewish people they've been oppressed for centuries all over Europe. So after the Second World War, because that Second World War actually brought attention to the persecution they are facing, because Hitler systematically, he actually created an economy to eliminate these people. He was killing them en masse, like on Bawon Shereni. 
on it is a bad thing for anyone to face. Black people, they face that during slavery. Even till now, we're still facing some bad stuff. They too have been facing their own for centuries. Even before they even knew there was even black people. Jewish people have been persecuted just because now they didn't kill Jesus. Now waiting that they always talk. Say that Jew people kill Jesus, which is anti-Semitic. We know even Jesus himself was a Jew. Jesus was not a Christian. Because what is Christianity? Followers of Christ. Christ yeah. So he was born into that uh, Judaism. Yeah. So him too he was Jew, but they the Jewish people they believe that there's a savior coming because before Moses died, he said that there'll be a savior coming to wash their sins and everything. But they didn't they thought that it was going to be according to some books that I've read, they believed that till now the Jewish people are still waiting for their savior. They don't believe that Jesus is the savior because he didn't come from their Aronial lineage or he didn't come from a very important family. It was just a yeah, Joseph and Mary. Joseph and Mary won't oh, believe. So that's why uh, uh, Christians always use the excuse uh, in those days, even now. Uh, all these anti-Semitic people, they always believe that, oh, they're the one that killed um, Christ and everything. But let's let's forget that one. Let's talk about how Israel became a state. So in 1948, when the partition actually was proposed by the British to the United Nations, the British just left. And immediately they left in May. After they left in May, Israel declared itself a state. Wow. Just like that. As Israel declared itself a state, all the Arab countries, almost immediately, all the neighboring Arab armies, they moved in to prevent the establishment of Israel being a state. Just to show you the fear. Yeah, but um, coming to like this now, remember also you saying to me that that particular region was was like we had different people staying there. We have the Jews, we have the Palestinians, we have the Muslims, and all the like. But you said the majority people in that were area Arabs. Were Arabs. Yeah. So the the Palestinians are more Arabs. Yeah. The Jews are they're also from that area. Yeah. But in this piece of land where they fight over now, yeah. the majority of the people there were Arabs. Arabs. So you see, most of this this Israeli now, most of these people that are in Israel now, yeah. they are coming from Europe, Europe. Okay. after that Second World War where they don't kill them. So they actually found a place to, to call, call their, their own. own. Exactly. Oh, okay. So I immediately they call it their own. All the Arab armies around them, they just fire straight. Say, hey, what's in the happen? If you come, one come here, come, come you know, grab. say, yeah, so land grab. Land grab. So, yeah. so everybody with the fight. So that is why they call it the 1948 Arab Israeli War. And it's the Arab countries that were involved with Jordan, Iraq, Syria, Egypt, and Lebanon. Oh, okay. But by the end of the war in July 1949, Israel already had more control of more land than they actually partitioned for them. For them. Wow. So you see that West Bank now, where did they fire rockets from? Mm-hmm. That one, Egypt took that one. Egypt? Yeah, because Egypt too were among the Arab countries that came to fight. <laughs> okay. So Egypt took that one. Egypt grabbed that one. Yeah. Grabbed that one. Uh, Jordan took control of the West Bank. Sorry, Egypt took control of Gaza. Okay. Which is where they say the uh, Hamas people, yeah. the, yeah, those the Hamas. Hamas yeah. Why uh, uh, these people took over the West Bank, uh, Jordan. Okay. But so as those one come out israel now had more land you understand now they give us small land we claim say this land our land yeah. as we claim i'm everybody can't attack us we can't fight them then push them, push them come the grab, land. More land. grab more wow, land so that's land. how the land grabbing started because wow. they were attacked oh, okay, now I 
just because the Arab countries they didn't want an Israeli state created. But that was what eventually happened because they now even it, have more power. More power sh- 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 understand. And they're actually backed by the Europeans. Yeah, of course. America just gave them like a three point something billion aid for the next ten years. Why? Nobody knows what is between Israel and America. It's like, it's like it's secret between husband and wife. Yeah. Nobody, can <laughs> Nobody can come between them. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, let's let's go back to waiting in the talk. So, the PLO, as I said, we're going to talk a little bit about the PLO. So, the PLO is the Palestine Liberation Organization (PLO). It was formed in 1964. Mm-hmm. So, know your history, know your history. If you don't know, your, at least marry a history person. If your wife. Historian or husband historian. I know be historian, no, but I just I used to read a lot when I've been day secondary school for citizens. Shout out to Citizens Comprehensive College, Temu Ekbe. Shout out to Comprehensive High School, Alakpere Kids. Citizens Comprehensive <laughs> College is a private college. Well, gets I'm me. a proud student of a government institution. We still met ourselves in London, but it's, <laughs> it's all good. So while I was in secondary school, I used to read a lot. Our library was opened when I was in GS2 or GS3, and they brought these world books. So you had no library. Maybe no. Maybe that's why you don't know this. So world book, they always go library, go read world book, because that was the only connection we had to the outside world. You know, then internet was not something that we could go on here. So I just used to read a lot. Read, 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 read any book I see. Yeah. So in 1964, the PLO was officially formed for the purpose of them forming a Palestinian Arab state on the land previously administrated by the British mandate. So now you understand what's in the apple now. In, in 1948, yeah. Israel declared itself, everybody go fight Israel, Israel still gets more land. Yeah. So now in 1964, some people can't come together, call themselves PLO, say them to the one create their own state because the British mandate uh, separated land yeah, yeah, say gaza strip uh within the column the west Te- bank it belongs to the arabs then all this tel aviv and other space it belongs to the so it's actually divided into three sections but me i know if you explain that one someone that has more um, understanding of that fact will explain yeah. it so that's part of that video we're going to play for you guys very soon so let me continue this story now so i know people that listen to when i was younger i used to watch the news not out of fun but because my grandfather my grandfather was watching and i was forced to watch me, or my uncles were watch, me, watching the, my grandpa makes me watch indian film. indian film yeah the, all this uh, the promise jesus too fun i watch too fun i watch dramentra burning train but let's 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 not lose focus babe so in 1969, the Palestinian leader Yasser Arafat, may Allah rest his perfect soul, he became the chairman of the PLO and he held that title until the day he died in 2004. So, I also explained that after the PLO, we're going to talk about the Six Day War. So, there was a war fought for just six days. Now, I need you to remember that the, the first war was fought in 1948 when Israel declared itself a state. All those uh, Egypt, Lebanon, Iraq, all those people they came together to come out of Syria, they came to fight. But Israel still got more land, and yeah. Egypt still got, Egypt and Lebanon got some small, small piece of land too. But this six day this six day war was triggered during a volatile period of the diplomatic friction and skirmishes between Israel and its neighbors. So when we say Israel's neighbors, we're talking about the Arabs. 
In April 1967, the clashes worsened after Israel and Syria fought a ferocious air and artillery engagement in which six Syrian fighter jets were destroyed. So in the wake of this, the Soviet Union provided Egypt with intelligence and some armor. So this is the height of the Cold War. So the Cold War is, is, is when uh, America was fighting. So there were two superpowers in the world, America and the Soviet Union. So the Soviet Union, aka the USSR, aka Russia. So these two, the, after the Second World War, two of them were the strongest, they had the strongest army, the best uh, artillery. So two of them were superpower, nuclear power, nuclear power. So they, they always they will get the longest uh, dick, you know, the longest ah. yeah, Abi. Now, so why people they do now? No vex. But this, they, 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 there's no, there's no few time in our, in our chat. So let's continue. So during the Cold War, this is in the 1960s. During the Cold War, the Soviet Union were supporting Egypt with intelligence and some other uh, ammunition, while the Americans, of course, and the British were supporting Israel. This war lasted only six days. Wow. <laughs> it last at the out. So basically, let's just say what ha happened at the end of the war. At the outcome of the 1967 Arab-Israeli war. The, the tension in that area just wasn't, that's all, and Israel had more land. So, all this story you gave me is just the fact that Israel, Israel has... Israel, they collect I'm, more land. I'm so, is that land where they grabbed for 1967, that is that place, and that place is still part of uh, Palestinians to today. So, since that 1967, Israel has left troops in that place till oh, now. now. So, that is what is causing this fight. The Palestinians like, carry your people, come out. But they no agree. Carry your people come out, they no agree. So now, uh, in 1987, the first infada broke out. That's when the Palestinians finally said, We've had enough. We want to be recognized. We want our own country and we want you, Israel, to leave. Now, put in mind now, as at, as at 1987, the Arabs and the Israelis, they're not actually going face to face to fight anymore. They're just diplomatic sanctions and all this stuff. Politics now, basically, politics, they happen now. But the Palestinians themselves, they know they fight. They know they injure anybody. They just talk to you, we just want our land. Israel, leave. Make we control our own. Israel, no agree. And so fight starts. So it is now this first infida, this first uh, intifada that bought about Hamas. So Hamas is a political group. They, but in the world, they call them terrorists now. Jewish people call them, the Israeli call them terrorists, white people call them terrorists. Terrorists, exactly. Now you don't they understand. IPOB no be terrorist group, they just they fight, say they won't be Afra, they want their own this thing. So now waiting Hamas to start with that for this intifada. We no want we no want you people for our country. Just give us our own country. We want to be recognized. Let's rule ourselves. But but they're no great. So they went through the political zone. They won most of the election in the Palestine because Palestinians at that time was already recognized by some countries that is a, is a state on its own. So they won majority of the election and they came into power. That's the Hamas, they came into power. But the Israel people, they no agree. And so fights that they gain for 1987. Fighting, fighting, so, fighting. so basically the fight in the Middle East has been since 1948. This fight we see now is been going on, on and off, on and off, on and off since 1948. And we're in 2011 now. This is really, really sad. This is really, 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 really sad. 
so that's just a little bit of history that's not even a little bit that's a long bit of history <laughs> which we just we just summarize now the next audio you're going to hear now is from a twitter handle called alish salom it's just a, a lady speaking in an interview explaining what is going on right now in israel so please listen that Hamas like controls Palestine. That's not true at all. There's there's three different areas that were drawn up with the original partition. It's the West Bank, which is totally under military rule by Israel. And then there's the Gaza Strip, which is like the open air prison, which they bomb the shit out of like every couple of years and Hamas controls that area. And then there's Jerusalem, which is an international city center um, that both Arabs and Jews live in. But the West Bank has been occupied militarily since 1967 and it's complete martial law. There's checkpoints. All political parties are illegal. Having a gun is like the least of it. You can't hold a flag. You can't belong to a political party. You literally can't do shit if you're a Palestinian. You just have to sit there and submit even if you share a photo of someone who was like killed by an Israeli soldier, you go to jail. And you go to jail for the amount of like months that what? Yeah. Based on the shares and likes of the photo, they'll they'll penalize you more and put you in prison for longer and longer. It is absolutely insane. We went to the first day that we were there, we went to a funeral of some guy, some farmer who was shot by Israeli forces and we went to the funeral, it was horrible, you know, all the women are wailing and crying and as we're leaving, the Israeli forces had set up a checkpoint right outside of this dude's house and started tear gassing and shooting rubber bullets like at people who were simply attending the funeral just to punish people for attending the funeral. Um, we went to another girl's house named Aya who's, uh, who got shot in the vagina for peacefully protesting at some protest and they shot, two, they, sh they shot 200 people that day. Wow. One guy next to her died, another guy was paralyzed. Man, they have a policy called shoot to cripple where they shoot guys in the dicks. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking nuts, man. The West Bank is no joke. I thought that I was going to die several times. And, and just the person who was driving us had just told us that a couple months prior to that, some woman, Palestinian woman, because you can't go to Jerusalem, like if you're Palestinian, there's like barely any Palestinians who are even allowed to go pray at the most holy site, the Dome of the Rock in Jerusalem. You can't go to the beach, you're just completely constricted in a prison, and you can't travel. And, and he was just telling us that months before we went through this checkpoint, someone was going through the checkpoint because they got a permit to go into Jerusalem, which is like a lifetime golden ticket, like Willy Wonka. And they're so walking and they the get, country. and she you just got executed. The and then, what? Yeah, she just got executed and she was bleeding out at this checkpoint. And her little brother tried to help her and they shot him too. And they're like hiding the video of this. The and this is just a day because they fucking hate Palestinians. And Palestinians are, are animals to these people. It's sick, man. It's sick. You have to be to maintain this Jewish supremacist state. You have to be like more fascist and more controlling and more militaristic in, in the way that you rural society just like the u.s i mean people who were considered outlier fringe assholes 30 years ago are now like the christian evangelicals are now in power it's really really crazy i mean it's not the same because israel is a white nationalist like ethno supremacist state and you see the way that they treat ethiopians and african refugees and, and it becomes obvious that even if you're a jew and you're black you still are a second class citizen there when you say an occupation, you mean occupation of Palestine or so occupation West of Bank. Israel itself, so, the West Bank? So the West Bank has been militarily occupied for since 67. Um, so when Israel was created in 48, it, there were those three partitioned areas that I talked about. And ever since that happened, Israel has just continued to take over more and more land in the West Bank. So these settlements just keep growing and growing and growing and growing. 
over time there was like mass resistances that happened and then in 67 Israel was like we're just going to do a large scale invasion and try to take over all the land and then they just stayed and occupied this area and they just have been there ever since and so that's like the huge international crime when the international community is like by the way these settlements are illegal and we're like condemning you at the UN and the US just vetoes it every time because the US is just like boys with Israel unconditionally it's sick man and they, they just signed that 10 billion dollar aid package given it to Israel for the next 10 years is, I actually think it was 30 billion dollars over the next 10 years which is crazy because this would never be able to happen if it weren't just completely supported by the US and why is it supported by the US I don't know um, I think that the US loves using Israel as a military garrison they love using that strategic point in the Middle East to have um, but honestly, it's becoming so unpopular. Um, Obama had a big feud with Netanyahu. I mean, Trump is disgusting because Jared Kushner is personally invested in illegal settlements, and he, like, is boys with Netanyahu. Invested so, financially? Yeah. The, the Kushner Foundation, like, his family's actual foundation, has funded illegal settlements. But if you fund some charity in Gaza, you will go to jail for supporting terrorism. But you can go fund illegal settlements and sponsor settlers to go and live on top of Arab villages and, and that's fine. I guess that's freedom. Do you think that most people just aren't aware? Yes. I didn't even know. So this I is had Joe no Rogan, idea how crazy it was. And you've been pretty vocally pro-Palestinian yeah. for a while. Yeah. I remember you had yeah. a, a piece that you were criticized about on your show where totally. you you were furious about... And that's the oh my god, yeah. And people are just... It's so confusing and convoluted on purpose because it really relies on Israel being the victim and for people not really understanding that Palestinians are not all terrorists and that it's really just a case of being occupied. But a lot what of these do the Israelis, Israelis want? They just want to push the Palestinians completely yes, out? They and want, where do they want them to go? They want them, uh, they don't care as long as they're gone. As long as they're gone. That, that audio was, I had, I, should I say, I had I goosebumps and I felt so sad. And it's so, it's so sickening for, for, for this time. For this, we in this modern age, I know, and this, this thing is happening. I think the problem in the Middle East has to do with America. Just like, I'm not blaming them, but if America actually stand up and fight against all these problems. No, but I think it's a benefit for all these I white just, people as the I, problem I, they I have. I just wish that the, everyone can just stay in their lane, control your land. But that's, that's not human nature though. Human nature yeah. is always Ojukokoro. I feel the world is going to be a better place when everybody mind their businesses. America, mind your business. Europe, mind your... First, everything you've done wrong, you need to correct it. Of and course. stay in your fucking lane. Stop meddling in people's lives. Yeah, but the problem is that's never going to work. But what history has taught us is that once people start taking something, they will keep taking, keep taking, keep taking, keep taking, keep taking, till they can't take no more. And them themselves gets overtaken. You know, like for a road for Nigeria. Because for example, let's let's look at all the great empires in the world. The Egyptian Empire was conquered by several other empires the roman empire as i explained to you was destroyed the roman empire was even actually split into two they got so big because they conquered europe africa and asia they got so big to the extent that they had to be split into two so you had the western roman empire and the eastern roman empire the western roman empire actually ended when the barbarian invaded the rome itself and the pieces them so the that's when that western but the eastern still survived until the Batimos of when the what's their name the ottoman empire conquered yeah. constantinople the 
What's the name of this guy? So Alexander the Great. Him too. He was conquering, 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 conquering. He even got to India. To go and conquer again. To go and conquer. That was the last frontier he got to before he came back and he died. His kingdom too did what he destroyed. The British people too, they took over the whole world. Waiting happened too, everybody collected their independence. What, what, what I'm just going to chip in is that, I know we've seen movies whereby we see, we watch Game of Thrones and movies like that, but I feel what people don't understand is, they just watch the movie. They don't actually understand that these are things that actually happen in real life. Happening. Yeah, it's still happening in so real just life. imagine you watching Game of Thrones and it's happening in a real life scenario. Like you're going to be shaking the way people die. People people die for no reason. For no bloody reason. For no reason. You guys can just go to a particular place where people were living. Even if they are, if it's Gary and means they are eating, you just go there and just wipe them off, off the face of the earth. Just let's let's just now come back home. Let's come back home to our own country, Nigeria. Yeah, that brings us back to Nigeria. Yeah, and what is happening in our own country? Do you understand? Too. Like, so everyone with this story, people tell that even with our problems, we have people with bigger problems. Of course. And we have people with smaller problems. Yeah. But, but problem our, na problem. Problem na problem. Exactly. Problem no they finish. You know they finish. <laughs> you know they Unfortunately, even, you, know they finish. you know they finish. Even as 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 the world evolves. Your the problem, problem evolves. evolves. <laughs> <laughs> Your problem evolves. So coming back home, seeing the situation of the country, I still just want to fucking say, everyone, mind stay in your lane. Hundred percent. Presidency, stay in your lane. Don't meddle with CBN. Don't meddle with IGP. Don't, don't meddle, meddle with, with the with the local government. Military. Don't meddle with the state Do government. Don't use these people to. Okay, so I think. What we've learned from all this, what is happening in Israel and the partition and everything, is that Nigeria runs, Nigeria claims to be a federal republic, as we said in our previous episode. If you people have listened to it, please go and on if you've not, Spotify, go, back. go on Audio Mac, go on anywhere you can get podcasts from, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on Anchor, we're on Audio Mac, on Apple Podcasts. We have two episodes we're already. Everywhere. We're everywhere. So in this, your this, face in your ear in your heart so please listen subscribe drop a comment tell us what we can improve on tell us what we can keep doing but the majority the the major thing i need you people to do is actually listen to those those podcasts and understand what the points we're trying to bring the first podcast is about uh, twitter and ghana yeah, we're just chilling we're chilling then the second podcast is about printing money yeah so that printing money if you're a nigerian or if you're an african or if you're someone that is interested in nigerian politics or african politics you need to listen to our second podcast because it will explain the concept of what is going on in the country and we give a bit of ideas on what can be done can be to done? make it better yeah. My own, what can be done in this situation is please make, mind your business. Stay in your lane. Do your bit in your own lane. Stop meddling in people's affairs. Don't leave the north and say to me that, oh, you want, you want, you want, you want to conquer the south, Nigeria. Because you remember the southern governors came together to make a meeting and the northern governors, uh, the northern forum, they quickly released a statement that uh, we too want to lead they're all of them in nigeria just acting like children all the leaders the people that are meant to be leaders they're acting like children first of all 
the presidency, I don't know what the president they do. The spokesman for the president was talking about Man City and stuff in the other. No, they even released a press statement about Palestine and Israel. I'm like, what the heck? Is on a never solve on our own problem. On a they release a press statement about Palestine, but I understand it makes sense for them to do that. But the problem is. They be like, uh, waiting that they call these people. Where we say you go do one thing, go do another. No, I'm just like when your own roof is on fire and you're just looking at someone else's <laughs> roof. I don't understand. How do you want to mind your own business? <laughs> like your own roof is I, literally I, I, I on think, fire. I take, I take the topic of this podcast is mind your own business. Mind your business. Stay in your lane and do you. So Nigerians, our advice to you is let us all stand together and fight for a federal system. Let each state control its own state. Let each government power, each government uh, arm control. The judiciary should not be mm-hmm. under the presidency or the Senate. The Senate should not be under the so the Senate is the legislate the legislation. The legislature should not be under the judiciary or the executive. executive. The, the executive should not try and say what CBN should do or what this person should do. The executive should be executive and execute. Let the IGP run his own thing. The IG, the problem is that the police, the IGP, all of them, they bow down to the presidency. Yes. Like, Give us state police, and that state police too should only uh, answer to the IGP, and the IGP should answer to the Senate, not the pol- not not the, not to the, on, president. the president. The power of the president is too much. They have too much power. That power needs to be broken down. And the most, the person that we need to give most power to is the local government. Because if the local government has power, who wants if something is wrong with your your transformer now, you're meant to go and meet your local gov your chairman. You're not meant to go and meet your governor. Now your chairman is supposed to go meet. So if you go meet your chairman and tell your chairman, say chairman, no offer, this road bad, this uh, lights don't cut, this one don't the chairman I beg airports. The chairman should have the power to actually have the funds to do this, but corruption will even be will even be will be more transparent be more, because yeah, any money that comes to the local government, everybody in that local government have access to it, and, and know they the know how much it is. You know the number of people in your local government. Exactly. You know the picking they born for that month. You know the picking where you understand. Yeah. So all this registration, we need databases, not just all this N I N and other stuff. For hospitals, you need proper database. So as people they are being born, your, you're your registering them immediately we in the local government. Your local government. Well. I'm still going to still, still is this still in this matter? If Palestine are controlled by them, if they are controlling their states themselves, anything way they want to, they, they do it. Do. May them do. If Israel to stay in their lane, control, do you understand? Israel they act on fear, but now they're no more fear. They're not the oppressor. They're actually the terrorists now. Cause you go another person country for since 1967, you don't date their country. Me. You don't date their country since 1967. I'm still doing land grabbing. <laughs> You're still doing land grabbing. Chai God. Well, might not be headsman. Anyways, on this on today episode of this podcast. Mind your business. Mind your business. Israel, mind your business. Pakistan, stay like let give them the control to mind their business. Yeah, let Palestine to be able to mind their own business. Give them that power. Give them that freedom. Let them let them be free. Nigeria, let states to do what? Do their own. Their business. And if you cannot give states power, if IPOB won't go, if Biafra won't go, let Biafra go. If Hausa people won't go, let us. If that is what is going to solve our problem, 
Let everybody mind their own and business. And mind their own business and manage their resources the way they can. If now they... Because no. if you mismanage your resources, as you said the last time, if yes. person managing your own resources, everybody go they see. see now you manage you, your own. Do you understand? So it's just you know go they blame federal government. So it's not only on Instagram people are making their business. To every, everybody everyone, in the world, everyone in the everybody world. Everybody in the US, world. mind, mind your business. business. Everybody, UK, mind your business. Mind Nigeria, your mind business. your business. Mind Israel, your mind your business. Let Palestine be able to mind their own business too. I beg. You don't too much. The killing is unnecessary. I don't even know why people fight. Really, that this is why me, when it comes to religion, me, I don't like religion at all. Cause me, I feel religion is the root of all evil. Because you, you be Christian, you don't like Muslim. You, you be Jew, you don't like Christian. You, you be Muslim, you don't like Jew. All of them are just they fight on ourselves. Go to India. The Hindus, they, they fight the Muslims. The Sikh, they fight the Hindu. The, them today, they kill them. The religion, they kill everybody. Now religion, they cause wahala for everywhere. Come on, religion. Come on, religion. Wahala, wahala no go finish you. Wahala go reduce. Wahala go reduce. But wahala go still. It's just that everyone should just stay in their in their lane and mind your business. Day your day, make a day my day. Make day my day. The Christians, day your day. Muslim, day your day. Jews, day your day. Hindi, day your day. Zionists, day your day. Do your thing. Don't bother anybody else. Don't bother anybody else. Don't stress anybody else. See, basically, if you know one stress for your life, no put stress for another person's life. Because now it's, it's it's just it's just sickening. It's just sickening. So um, we're gonna round up this episode of the podcast, and um, we just want to say to you, if you're anywhere you are, mind your business. Mind your business. So please stream our podcast. Let's let's learn the art of minding our business. Are we minding our business like this? Yeah, we are minding our business by telling people to mind their business. You know, but. It's lovely to have you guys listening to us. We've gotten positive reviews for the last yeah, two episodes. And, and we'd love you to join us on this podcast. Yes, just please. share your bit and tell people to mind their own yeah, business. Yeah, tell people to mind their business. Join us next time when we release our next episode. But please, this one, share, subscribe. We're on Spotify, Rook Chat. Go on Spotify. Go on Apple Podcast. Go on Audio Mac. Go on Google Podcast. Rook chat that is R U Q chats. We're everywhere. Just Google us, you will see us. Follow us, subscribe, share, comment, let us know. And for the next time, cheers. Cheers. Mind your business. Mind your business. Until next time, <laughs> mind, mind your, your business. business.